Hello and welcome to Passion Fruits, the podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Passion Fruits, the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We uh, Tell your fruit. Oh, I'm your lemon lady? <laughs> <laughs> you said no alliteration. I know. Well, now you're alliterating. It was, it was alliterating mm. on, on the fly. You're lemon lady, man. Adam. <laughs> lemon lady, man, Adam. And I'm your agave. Daniel. Ooh, agave. Yeah, wow. I prepared. <laughs> well done, You said Daniel. you were ready. <laughs> I was but not then... ready. <laughs> uh, cold opens are obviously our forte. Yes. Um, so what do we do on this podcast, oh, Adam? Man. Well, <laughs> Shock oh. Jock Radio, Daniel. Here <laughs> with you, <laughs> coming <laughs> at 95.9. On the eights, we got the weather, but now we're going to talk about Dave Matthews Band and Passion Fruits Podcast. But first, <laughs> what do we do on this podcast? Well, Daniel, do you think every podcaster has their bad radio voice? <laughs> I don't. I think that's a phenomenal that radio voice. Oh no, I mean like, but it's like their. This is my shock jock radio voice. Yeah, I think you're right. You go ahead and talk while I adjust my pop filter. <laughs> um, no, on this podcast we talk about what makes someone passionate about a certain subject. What, and what makes you horny, baby? <sighs> <laughs> Do I make you Randy? <laughs> Randy Quaid? <laughs> that is like a... Wow. That just went straight <laughs> off into left field. This is a good start. A good, good start. I'm currently staring daggers into Daniel's eyes and With, sighing uh, very more loudly. Like dagger... Smile daggers because you're <laughs> laughing and enjoying this time yes. so much. Ha, ha, uh, so ha, 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 ha. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but secretly I did. Uh, so on this podcast, <laughs> we talk about what takes someone from being a casual fan of something to being a fanatic or being really passionate about it. And yeah, we have covered me- tons of subjects, pounds and pounds of subjects. Yeah, uh, two like, thousand like, pounds at least. Yeah. So like what what uh, you know what have we covered in the past, Daniel? <laughs> is this a test? <laughs> this is a like, test. Pop quiz. Um, well, we've covered uh, Metallica. Clearly, yes. we've covered mountain biking. We have indeed. Uh, by now, the listeners heard our stand-up comedy episode. <laughs> it was What's so great. The deal with podcasts. I think I made that same exact joke in the stand-up comedy episode, which <laughs> have, I'm not happy have, about. You have one stand-up comedian impression, and that's Jerry what? Seinfeld. No, I can do um, Lewis Black. Um, <laughs> and then everybody's just like, up the ass! <laughs> um, and we've talked about D&D. We have. But now we're talking about DMB. Nice. Oh, uh, Yes. So yeah, I took so, it there. So uh, what are we talking about today, Daniel? We're talking about the music band, Dave Matthews Band. Yes. Yeah. So this is one <laughs> of our episodes where uh, one of us tries to kind of introduce the other one and explain to the other person why we are passionate about the subject. And uh, this episode, I am passionate about Dave Matthews Band. And I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> why not, Daniel? Oh, wait, no, no, no. We'll, we'll save yeah, this for later that on will the podcast. Be the, that'll be the bonus episode where I just go on for five <laughs> hours about why I don't like Dave Matthews Band. You mean why you now love Dave Matthews Band? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a little bit of background information for all those who uh, who are listening in, all three billion listeners. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> what we have... Uh, so 
I have always been a fan of Dave Matthews Band, and Daniel has always not been a fan of Dave Matthews Band. And <laughs> we figured this would be a wonderful venue for us to discuss this. Totally. And in preparation, I will give full credit due to Daniel, but I curated a list of the top like bazillion and a half Dave Matthews songs that I think are essential for anyone listening. Yes. And I think <laughs> the, list co- <laughs> the list comprises of 27 songs. Yeah. I mean, uh. Essential 27 songs. Yep. But I mean, I'm going to be subjecting you to some great music um, soon enough. So That's I'll true. be doing the same exact thing. That's um, true. So, all right. Yeah. Let's get into our passion fruit pedia section sure. on D M. B. Yes. Buzz, buzz. All right. So, according to Wikipedia, uh, Dave Matthews Band, uh, also known as DMB, <laughs> is an American rock <laughs> band. It's interesting that they classify, it as, classify them as a rock band, but I don't know what else you classify them as. That's one of my big things. We'll get to. Okay. <laughs> I want to edit the Wikipedia article. <laughs> um, it's an American rock band that was formed in Charlottesville, Virginia, back in the early '90s. Woo, Virginia! Yeah. So, and, and we'll, we'll get into this as well. But don't the, point your finger at me ah! <laughs> to trying to silence me. <laughs> I cannot be silenced. Dave Matthews Band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the founding members were singer-songwriter, clearly Dave Matthews, George Washington. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> um, the bassist Stefan Lassard. Adam is all business tonight. He's Very not business. fucking around with Dave no, Matthews. No, you band. don't fuck around with Dave Matthews uh, band because Dave Matthews band was a formative part of my musical of my musical identity. Well, <laughs> the joke now is Daniel goes. That explains a lot. <laughs> that explains a lot, Adam. <laughs> oh man, here's your sign. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's my other comedian impression. Also, Tater Salad. He's coming to uh, Fayetteville. Of course he Tater is. Tater Salad. <laughs> of course he is. Um, go ahead. Um, yeah, so D- uh, Dave Matthews is lead guitar and, um, or sorry, what? <laughs> Just no, nothing. Lead, lead guitar, guitar. And, and, and the vocalist, uh, the bassist, Stefan Lassard, drummer and backing vocalist, uh, Carter Beaufort. And then the form, former saxophonist Leroy Moore, and then the violinist Boyd Tinsley. So I thought there were like 60 people that played on stage with Dave Matthews Band so at all times. Their touring, uh, their touring presence is a lot bigger than their um, studio presence. Got which, it. Which, I mean, that's not uncommon for a lot of bands. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just... Um, I, I, yeah, it's just the cacophony of sounds that yes. you get from the, <laughs> the intricacies mm. of the music. Is yep. <laughs> uh, continue, um, uh, but yeah. So uh, you know, there, there have been actually there have been very few lineup changes throughout the years. Um, sadly, Leroy Moore passed away or w- was killed in an ATV accident back in the late two thousands. I saw that, and then um, he was replaced by Jeff Coffin of Bela Fleck and the Flecktones, another one of my favorite bands. Yes. Um, and Jeff is an amazing saxophonist. And while I really enjoyed Leroy Moore, Jeff Coffin is without a doubt a better saxophonist. Um, and then weirdly and sadly, boy, Tensley is no longer with the band as of probably about oh, a, right. half a year ago due to um, sexual misconduct allegations right. charged against him. And I'll admit, out of all the band members, Boyd's the weirdest. That's what I've heard when um, that news came out that he 
had that allegation against him yeah. that everybody was like, yeah, the creepy violinist was always really creepy. Yeah. Do you, so this, this goes way back, but we have friends that have encountered Boyd Tinsley in a similar fashion. Really? A friend. Snap means um. we, the edit point. <laughs> ha ha. You can get to hear some good stuff, ha, listeners. Yeah. Us talking about our butts. Oh. <laughs> um, but other touring members of the band include Rashawn Ross, uh, g- famous guitarist Tim Reynolds, um, so, so there's just like a, a bunch of, uh, uh, a bunch of people that consistently tour with the band. Right. Um, but basically Dave Matthews band is what I would categorize as a jam band. Um, yes. <laughs> I would categorize them as that too. Um, and they, so they, so they've been around, they're going on their third, almost fourth decade now. Jesus Christ. How can they, <laughs> how, how, um, just but kidding. Together, uh, I kind of the, the grand history of the band is it's very well known. You know, they've had and it's a grand history, grand, grand history. Uh-huh. Um, they're known for their extensive touring, um, right. throughout, uh, especially throughout the summers. Uh, they are they're a summer band, summer band, summer band, summer um, band. They makes ha- me feel nice. <laughs> down, down in my time. Impressively enough, Dave Matthews. <laughs> God, Adam is just pushing <laughs> forward. He's not even. <laughs> no, we're we're getting to this. He's not even <laughs> giving me a sigh on that one. <laughs> um, no, but they, they DMB has co- collectively sold over. Now, 90- what does DMB mean? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. They've sold over 91 million CDs and DVDs combined. Oh my God. Amazing. CDs and DVDs and they, combined? Yes. So it's just one CD and <laughs> 90 million, 999,999 DVDs? Yes, that many DVDs. Cool. Um, and I have the one Dave Matthews CD. Oh, sold. wow. Yeah. So I should really be nicer to you. You really you're should. you're the true fan. I am. Um, and they've all sold over 100 million tickets. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah. Uh, 100 so, million people getting duped into <laughs> seeing a shitty band. <laughs> so, yeah. But the, basically, they're known worldwide. They go on extensive extensive tours. Worldwide. Um, <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> um, consistently headline festivals and shows and all that good stuff. What kind so, of festivals? Um, awesome festivals. Hmm. But I mean, they, <laughs> it's very descriptive. Like uh, what? Farm Aid, uh, um, you know that that kind of thing. Lollapalooza. I think they have played at Lollapalooza before. Sad. So, all right. Well, anyways, oh, that's it, guys. <laughs> Daniel's good, sick of this. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by. That was our informative uh, article about DMB. Yes. All right. Let's um, get into it. You know what time it is. Oh, yeah. Time for cocoa. Cocoa, cocoa, Marshmallows and cocoa. You know what I'm bringing to the, to the mix? brown scrambled eggs. Oh, no, not in your cocoa. <laughs> That's what you have? It's uh, <laughs> Frasier or something. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Toss, toss salad and scrambled eggs. Ugh, don't toss my salad, Adam. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bringing it all back around. Oh, no. <laughs> we had to get back to our core jokes, huh? That was a butt joke, so yes. <laughs> um, but um, the, I'm, I'm bringing caramel to the to the cocoa, the, to oh, the cocoa damn. corner. Yeah. That's hot as hell. Yeah. <sighs> next, week, next episode, whipped cream. I'm not a big whipped cream man. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I, really, I don't even really like it on pies or anything. 
what? Like key lime pie, pumpkin pie? Nah, man. It's all about... Um, all about the pie? Yeah, just I'm a purist, bro. I'm a purist. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> okay, oh, God. Well, uh... <laughs> purist when it comes to my sweet treats, like pies and hot cocoa okay. and thank nothing else. You, thank you for clarifying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got my mug of cocoa. Sweet. I'm very scared. It seems to be scalding. Let's do this thing. What? <laughs> so, your, oh, I'm am I your, asking you a question? Yeah. I need to get the outline open. <laughs> so, Adam, how did you get into a day of a Matthews oh, band? Oh, well, Daniel, that's such a good question. Thank you for asking it. <laughs> I came up with it all by myself. <laughs> how were you first exposed to the band? When did the band expose themselves to you? <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> with the Boyd allegations? Oh, yeah. No, Sorry. No. Anyways. Um, so I grew up with listening to Dave Matthews now. All right, go ahead. And my, and I was first introduced to it by my, by obviously by my mom and my dad. So Dave now, hold on. Yeah. Why would they do something like that? Cause they were good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's, the, the next segment's just Daniel calling child services on my parents. Like I know that Adam's you know 30 and well out of the house, but you all should really be committed. Yeah. Seriously. Crime against humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, uh, what I've been told is that I actually, my first Dave concert when I was super little and they were playing in the student center in the basement of Randolph Macon Women's College in Lynchburg. Cool. So literally I've seen, I don't remember it, but yeah. I've seen them since they're, they're more or less their beginning Damn. and they're, you know, for, for a while they were touring fairly locally just around like the Virginia. Right. <coughs> so Virginia you're like area. OG fan. I am. Damn. I am. That's how, I, I mean, I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> Explains a lot. Yeah. Um, but I do I do remember dad playing the album Crash. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. Is so that on inter- that album? Yes. Interestingly, nice. I did not put that on my must listens list for you. You put the live version on there, I think. Oh, I did? Yeah. No. Never mind. Nice try. I know you only like deep cuts. No, I didn't. Like, I purposely did not put that on there. Oh, maybe it was from uh, listeners suggested it. Oh, yeah. That's um, true. Anyway, go ahead. But uh, yes, that's so <laughs> I got to bring up a point. <laughs> I get the microphone <laughs> or the helm for a second. There was one song where I was humming along to Ants Farming, but it wasn't Ants Far Ants, ants Marching. Ants Farming. Damn it. <laughs> it just gets me so mad. <laughs> It was, I, I forget what song it was, but it, it Ants Marching like easily fit into the song. It was like t- some totally different song, but Ants Marching fit perfectly in there. Are you <sighs> saying that Dave Matthews Band reuses <laughs> rhythms and chord progressions? Yes. No! <laughs> They're all super unique. Unlike okay. any other band in yeah, the world. Ex- exactly. <laughs> you put your finger down. <laughs> we're <laughs> you, we're uh, recording in a different studio today, and this one is, this, we're at like the war table or something, so Adam is getting very excited. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. Uh, but So anyways, so I grew up listening to Dave, um, primarily with that first album, Crash, and I remember like buying- Crash into me. This <laughs> <Goodness> gracious- <laughs> Go ahead. But I, I specifically remember, like, my dad would play it a lot. Um, gotcha. And then I, I actually don't think my dad has a lot of many other of Dave's albums. I think he has a couple of his newest ones. But I huh. remember it was part 
part of it is that I started buying the albums. And gotcha. We would listen to them in the house. When you got a little bit of scratch. Yeah. A little bit of paper in your wallet. <laughs> and I think that was part of it growing up was that was a band that both my dad, or like, like the whole family liked to listen to. You like could connect would, on that. Correct. Um, mm. And we would, you know, so I'd, I'd get a new album and I'd play it. You know, unlike my uh affinity for like death metal which no one else in my family likes gotcha or like some of the really poppy stuff that you know i would listen to when i was younger you no know, really it it like that was a band that was kind of it was like it was a crowd pleaser got if it. You will. Okay. So like it it offended no one in the house right so um but yeah and, and from there so just kind of listening to it when, when we were growing up um it was you know, the music was on in the background whenever we were in the house pretty consistently. Yeah. And I really progressed from liking more of the poppy type songs, like his hits, like Crash and some of the others, Ants too. Farming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. All the little ants are farming. <laughs> Red and black and overalls. Blue overalls. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, to... Like I, I, I remember being really nervous going to my first Dave Matthews concert because mm. because I was like I I don't think if I'll I don't think I'll like Dave live. You were worried that somebody would offer you weed and you were gonna have to take it. Uh, yeah, and you were five years old. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I had to. Oh, I had to. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was a big thing for me was that transition from liking just the studio stuff to the live renditions gotcha um and yeah I, I think the the that transition was a point where i really felt connected with the band huh. kind of thing so um seeing them live and becoming more of a fan of their live stuff that was really when it kind of like clicked almost and like or did it click with studio albums and stuff? It clicked with studio albums. Were you so? I, and you kind of said it that you weren't a big fan of live stuff until right. you saw him live. Were you really listening to all of his live stuff, or if you were like, "I want to listen to Dave Matthews Band," you just threw on a studio album? So I would throw on a studio album, studio album, and part of that was because Dave, like, they didn't start putting out recordings of their live albums in like CD form yeah. or MP3 form until. Right, the early two thousands, I think, or really? mid two thousands. Yeah, what they, they had a couple like um, uh, listener supported and, and a couple that were out. But I mean, even like today's groups, you know, how many live albums does Metallica have? Like, I mean, not a lot. But I thought that was like the big thing was like, it's people would go see him live, and that was part it. of it. You could, you know, you could count on Dave coming, you know, to within an hour and a half of wherever you lived, anywhere in the country, probably, because it. of their really extensive touring apps. I really thought they were um, not every show but I saw how many live albums there were on Spotify and was yeah. just like they. I mean I thought they must have been doing that since the 90s but apparently not so this is one thing that I really like about Dave um, or about the band and their their appreciation for their live acts is they they had pretty much every single live live show professionally recorded yes as most bands do yeah but they also encourage third-party recordings, like in, and uh, the the Dave Matthews Band forums. Like they would actively encourage people to share um, renditions of all the live of all the live performances. They're just like fish. <laughs> fish does that. I know, <laughs> but you know, it's it's uh, 
Uh, it's great, actually. Yes, it is. It's great. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, like kind of in opposition to... But yeah, so yeah, so that's kind of where I, I would... <laughs> I don't know if this is going to come through on the recording, but anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> Being a shithead. Go ahead. <laughs> but really, uh, I would say that Dave gave me... Uh, go, um, Dave Matthews Band and seeing them live the first time when, yeah. when I was in high school, actually. Got it. Gave me an appreciation for how well bands could play live. Got it. So, yeah. Coolio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> Good I night, guess. everybody, again. No, so so I'd, I'd say what I'd love to do is one of the first albums that I purchased yes. was the album Every Day. Every Day. Um, <laughs> which is this song. Can I play a track or no? Uh, if you must. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Pick me up, Pick me up I recognize this one. Yeah, you should. And overall, like, the, the music video for this album is really inclusive, and um, it's basically... Uh, this guy going around, I think, the streets and just hugging everybody. Nice. Yeah. Super. Yeah. 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 Everybody should hug everybody. Just hug. Yeah, but I, I, I remember this is one of the first Dave albums that I purchased for myself. And it was also one of the first. This song was one I wore out the CD. Like, gotcha. To this cool. Song. So, yeah. Hot stuff. Yeah, very hot stuff. <laughs> Daniel just shuddered a little. Bit. Yeah, so like I, I, the, the kind of the summary of all that was I grew up listening to Dave, um, and really progressed to the point where I was buying the buying the albums. And I think yeah. that like the the entry into Dave Matthews fandom was culminated in um, uh, the live concert I went to see in two thousand six. Nice, um, where Dave Matthews came back to Charlottesville and. He was the first concert to play in the John Paul Jones Arena at UVA. Oh wow, cool! Yeah. So I went down there with uh, with a couple friends and nice, and yeah, so road went, trip. Yeah, it was awesome. I bet super super awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Well, here we are. Was Any, there a question that I'm supposed to ask you? No. So <laughs> I, I think now we were going to transition transition into more of like the I Heart Dave, so I can expound Woo! on the millions of reasons why I love uh, <laughs> love this. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, band, Adam. So. Let's do it. I heard Dave Matthews Band. Why do I love this band? <laughs> uh, why do you love this band? Oh, was that a question I'm supposed to ask you? No, I don't think so. <laughs> hey. Um, so there there are, and we can, we can debate about this, but I love how good they are live. Uh-huh. So, so first category is just like the musicality of the band. And for whatever reason, I can't quite explain it. And I think this is going to be pretty common among any Dave Matthews fan that you speak to, but... We know, like, they're not the most progressive of musicians. Like, uh-huh. I wouldn't categorize any any of the of the band members as being, you know, like outstanding in their field. Like, I huh. wouldn't categorize Dave Matthews as being like, oh, like one of the greatest acoustic guitar players of all time. No, um, I would not either. <laughs> but for whatever reason, like, I I really just enjoy the musicality of their music, and maybe it's because of their kind of a little more. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I can't define it, really. I think, I mean, obviously they're very good musicians. Otherwise, they would not be as popular yes. as they yeah. are. Um, okay. 
I'll I'll reserve my opinions until <laughs> later. Um, I do think that their sound is very unique, in the sense that you just like when you hear a Dave song come on the, come on air, like you can't mistake it for anyone. You, like, that's a Dave song right there. Exactly. No, like you know you you have um, even. <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm going to make you really angry, but you know, if you have like the Foo Fighters come on, um, like you could, uh, and I love the Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters are arguably my favorite band in the entire world. We'll do an but, episode on them. Yeah. But they are like, you, you could, you could put them up against, um, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. We're going to do an episode on them too. Yeah. And, but like <sighs> you could, you could foreseeably like mix, you know, take one album and mix it together with a, with a queen, with a. Queens of the Stone Age album, and they sound fairly similar. That's always been one thing about Foo Fighters is that I've heard them just say, or I've heard people say that, like, and I've had the thought, too, like, I can't really, I love Foo Fighters, and I'm very much into them, but I couldn't really get into them until more recently because they're just rock. Yeah, they're very generic They're a very band. general rock band, mm-hmm. and... um, Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, but even, you know, any of the metal artists that we listen to, like, they're pretty darn interchangeable right you know, any of the pop artists so but so there's a very unique dave dave matthews band sound that huh. i like and i and it's upbeat but at the same time it can be soulful um and at the same time it can be really depressing at times and, and i i don't think that through that i think dave has really let the musicians in his band express themselves musically through the music huh. um and whether it be you know Boyd with the violin, and I do, I do think the violin is. He expressed himself in other ways yeah, too. Well, unfortunately, well, well. Um, go ahead. At times, I think the violin is a little bit gimmicky, but at, at other times, it's like I yellow think, card. <laughs> There's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to sit and talk with you. You were 16, and I felt so fine. We were both 16, staying up all night. Violin songs, violin songs. I'm gonna keep doing this. So I've just Adam stepped can't o- talk. I've just stepped away Dave from the Matthews, microphone. Dave Matthews band. <laughs> Go um, ahead. But I think you can have. You know, I think he has everything from really soulful ballads to very epic songs, and I think there's a nice mixture of very, very tight, very pop-oriented songs, and then like these tracks that are just. 15 minute long jam sessions, which it's interesting that, you know, you had me listen to, are you talking about fish or fish? Analyze fish. Analyze fish. Yeah. That, that podcast. And (laughs) you didn't write a journal entry about it. Sadly, no, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but like I, I actually went back and listened to fish songs Uh and I could not listen to it at all. I'm not surprised by that. I feel like the, the jam, like the live jams that, Dave Matthews Band has at least they have freaking structure. Like there, fish, fish jams are totally different. And I, yeah. I'm the only way I'm a fish fan is because of Analyze Fish. Like okay. I don't listen to their music at all, okay. but I recognize some songs by Fish because of Analyze Fish. And frankly, if I would probably go to a fish show just because of Harris Whittles and Analyze Fish, but <laughs> I'm also not going to pay money to see them. But yeah, they go like 30 minutes on a jam. Yeah, because like, they are a true jam band yeah like and that that was the thing with davis you know they jam but there is an arc to their jams and like you know 
you're you're you can be relatively familiar with how those jams with how those jams go um and you know like carter beaufort doesn't do like a five minute drum interlude or anything who is carter beaufort again oh the drummer uh, the drum- <laughs> <laughs> you said that shit <laughs> um so I think they're that that's one aspect to, I like about them. Um, and yeah, so, so I really, you know, I feel a little bit bad about giving Daniel such an extensive playlist. Um, I listen to it all, Adam. I really appreciate that. I won't lie. I, I mean, this is the show. <laughs> this is the show. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's the musicality about one and the kind yes. of different instruments involved in the band. Yes. Um, and there are, you know, the, the other, aspect i really like about the band is dave's pretty consistent um support of writing injustices in the world like i feel like for a band that has been given so much they do a lot of active they do a lot of outreach and activism to make sure that what they were given is returned back to their communities so for instance just this past year dave and the band have pledged to uh, try and rebuild or rent, rebuild, renovate, and build affordable housing in the entire. Uh, sorry, try to renovate or rebuild all the affordable housing in the city of Charlottesville. Oh wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and and because of, and he said it's because it's because of they realize that shelter and the ability to live is is a human right. Yeah, and they're. And so I was listening to Tasty Tasty <laughs> Jams by Dave Matthews. But yeah, I, I think that's really incredible. You know, incredible. And you know, he does. You know, the band does so many benefit concerts and such, and then uh, really bringing awareness to a lot of issues that they feel are important to them. I've never thought that like I've never, except for the violinist, I've never thought that like Dave Matthews band was was like full of assholes, right? Um, and there are some bands that I don't like because I think the people are assholes, uh, yeah. but. That I, I, yeah, Dave Matthews seems like a fine dude. Yeah. And, that, you know, he's always given homage to his. So, Dave Matthews was born in South Africa. Um, and he's a huge supporter of the NCAA, uh, NAACP. March Madness, baby. March Madness. Um, but I, I think that's really reflected in the makeup of his band and you know the the people he calls friends and such is just you know he was pretty pretty scarred by the scenes of apartheid when he was growing up and he said you know you know i can't let this happen to communities that i grew up in yeah um so i like i said i really respect that and he has done you know he just had some really good stances on on yeah yeah poppy snoring very loudly. <laughs> the dog is snoring. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, But he's had some amazing political stances and stances on social justice that are kind of it, um, ambivalent of political affiliation, too. Got uh, it. He's never, he he sticks his neck out there, but not so much where he gets annoying about it. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there are, now I will say, and this is going to kind of segue back into Daniel's segment. Oh, God. Um, but <laughs> I'm not ready for there, it. There are aspects about the band that I do not like. Uh-oh. What? But I, I think one of it is this like weird bro stoner culture that surrounds the band. Is it, uh, and I've never been to a live Dave Matthews band concert, is it a big stoner culture? Because I always thought of uh, it more as like a bro culture, like okay. drinking some natties with your bros and just 
whipping out your natty cans and spraying yeah. natty can natty beer on everybody's faces. I guess it is more like that. But I think it, you know, it started out where you know, especially the jam part, but like very hippie. Well, I mean, I think junior hippie culturist that was co-opted by the frat brothers. Also, us being from Virginia and knowing the type of people that are in Charlottesville at UVA. I mean, that's a huge bro scene right there. So I guess starting in Charlottesville and getting popular in Charlottesville, it's kind of hard not to have that bro culture surrounding you. Because, I mean, that's just the... And even though I would not categorize his music as bro music. Yeah, no, it really is. But it's just the culture that just, I mean, I wouldn't, if you were to tell me, if I were to know nothing about Dave Matthews band and mm-hmm. be like, here, listen to this song, I would be like, oh, this is like hippie music or mm-hmm. like some weird jazz hippie music. <laughs> and I would probably never have thought like, oh yeah, frat dudes from UVA will just love this shit. But it's it's kind of like a symbiotic relationship, you know. You know um, what? For better or for worse, I think a lot of the frat dudes have moved on to uh, uh, dance music, like EDM now. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Everyone's like going down to uh, like all the big electronic dance music. <laughs> in like, Charlottesville. Oh, um, I think that's a, I think may and it might be a very small subset of that population that still hangs around today. But uh, you know, even like Dave concerts nowadays, just the makeup is not nearly what they used to be really I would bet. do you yeah, think like, they're waning in popularity yeah oh no well i hope our podcast will shed new light on them <laughs> and bring them back to the fold um are we are we gonna do an edm pod episode no do you like diplo because <laughs> i like duplo the building blocks <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, we're getting into it. Um, Funny jokes. So the interesting thing is, you know, and we'll, we'll I, I want to turn this around and oh talk God. to Daniel about his experiences because then that way we can listen to a little bit of Dave's music as well. Yes, yeah. please. Um, okay. I have this wonderful playlist that we've listened to one one song off of. Yeah, and I'm not going to deprive our listeners anymore <laughs> of the 27 songs. <laughs> and we should talk about the listener playlist that I came up with. Yes. Um. Okay. So my experience with Dave Matthews, where to even begin? <laughs> so can can I preface this? Yes. Is when you and I started hanging out in college, yes. you immediately told me that you did not like Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get ahead of it because I could see in your eyes there was a glint. You were like, I can't wait to talk about Dave Matthews. <laughs> I was like, he plays guitar. He must like Dave. <laughs> yeah, he's like, do you know Ants Farming? <laughs> <laughs> so I would say we start there. Okay. And, and take me to up to that point of why you... <laughs> Why, 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 why you addressed a relative stranger and why, you're like, fuck your band. Why I felt it necessary <laughs> to slam your, one of your favorite bands that you grew up with. Exactly. Listening. Yeah. You're just <laughs> cutting at the core of my being, but that's okay. I would say that I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. So, hey, hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, so my experience with Dave Matthews band goes to, basically I didn't, I really wasn't aware of him in middle school or elementary school. Or as a little baby um, in kindergarten or uh, preschool, but the some of the friends I had in high school were big Dave Matthews Band mm, fans, okay. and they were the broy type oh. go to UVA, go to Wake Forest type of fan. Um, go to Duke. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, Duke is awesome. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, and it was just like there was nothing then that really grabbed me by the songs. Like, sure, one of my friends, he and I would go to um, uh, like jazz band practice together sure. and he would play Dave Matthews band and talk about the amazing drummer. Cause he was a drummer. Oh, okay. So he really focused on the drumming and like, yeah, admittedly Carter Beaufort is a phenomenal drummer. Yeah. The drummer is very yeah. good. They're all very good. Yeah. It's just, he's that, no, he's no Lars Ulrich. <laughs> no, they're two totally different people, Adam. <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. Um, that was like the height of my, Metallica obsession okay. in high school and like my Avenged Sevenfold obsession. Uh, so okay. I was like, and nobody really, I mean, we talked about this on the Metallica yeah. episode. Like I had a couple friends in high school who listened to Metallica as mm-hmm. regularly as I did, but really nobody else in high school did. So, you know, it was kind of a thing like, well, they're all listening to Dave Matthews. And I really like Metallica and I'm listening to Led Zeppelin and, so- you know, Go ahead. So sorry. So that's really interesting because it was the opposite for me at my school, really? where I was pretty much one of the only people listening to Dave Matthews. Really. Whereas, you know, like the entire football team had on the Black Album twenty four seven. Man, for, from Metallica. We should have switched high schools. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much better. <laughs> but but the interesting thing is, you know, like the the Metallica, like the football dudes, were these douchey idiots that would you know like bully everyone up in the school oh man so that's what that's Did how you get bullied no nice you're too awesome <laughs> i i was very fortunate in the sense that i had good friends and i also ingratiated myself despite the fact being like a wimpy little asian kid Aww. um <laughs> but yeah well uh it also helped that people the the ignorant ones didn't realize that i did not know any sort of martial arts <laughs> Sir, that actually worked in the in the locker room one day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Some 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 uh, redneck uh, tried to shove me. I was like, "You don't want to do that." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh shit. Yeah. He was like, "What are you going to do?" I go, "You'll see." And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ!" Uh, <laughs> and reality, you were whiter than he is. I know. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, yeah. No, so it's, yeah, that's it's, it's an inter, it's an interesting observation. And then in college, and so that's and like <laughs> in college, you met me. You're like, oh fuck first that guy. Five minutes. <laughs> that was like my icebreaker name. Like Daniel, fucking hate Dave Matthews. Um, no, and like high school, you know, I never really like sought his music out. And then afterwards, I mean, like up and like basically up until now, I've and still kind of now I've had a disdain for Dave Matthews. Sure. And so Katie, my wife, <laughs> Borat joke, <laughs> finally got it in there. Finally remembered to do it. Um, she's a big Dave Matthews band fan. And she actually kind of has a similar story to yours where, um, her dad would play Dave Matthews yeah. band albums like all the time. Um, so I knew I liked Katie. Yeah. She's pretty great. Um, so I will be careful about what I say about Dave Matthews band, but also Katie not to, listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, anyways, she's apparently listening to some episodes. That's great. Um, but up until like recently, like, you know, I drive alone for most of the time and sure. curate. So also I want to say before our listeners start thinking that I'm listening to like shitty music, let me 
describe. So like going from like college up until now, I'll give you some idea of my musical tastes. Um, oh boy. This is going to be a long episode folks. <laughs> um, I mean, so here, like the song, bands I'm listening to most now are Metallica, Queens of the Stone Age. Those are my two absolutely favorite bands. I'm listening to a lot of the band Elder, um, REM, um, so, and I'm a music major, so. <laughs> oh, that, that gives you a lot of credence. Wow. All bow down to the online to music yeah. major. So I know music. You know quarter notes and eighth notes <laughs> and staccato and much, legato. Much more difficult than that, Adam. <laughs> Do you know Stupid. bass clef and treble clef? What? <laughs> anyway, I'll probably cut that out because that makes me sound like a douchebag. Or I'll cut this part out. Um, Keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm coming at I, I, what I'm trying to get across is that I'm coming here, coming to the music and coming to this episode, not ironically. Mm-hmm. I came in with an open heart, an open mind. And an open butthole. (laughs) Um, And like, I really was like trying to be open to the music and like listening to, so I was trying to say that up until recently when Katie and I started dating, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we had this one road trip where she played a bunch of her favorite Dave Matthews band songs. And like, that was the first time I'd ever, like not ever listened to Dave Matthews, but that was the first time I had seriously listened to Dave Matthews since like high school. Like, I don't remember you playing it in college at all. No, because I knew you hated it. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> so respectful. But, so yeah, like, it was a good shit, like, 10 years since yeah. I seriously listened to Dave Matthews. Anyway. Um, oh, except for one birthday, my mom gave me the Dave Matthews solo CD. Um, for guitar? No, just like the CD. Oh. Um, and the song Grave Digger, sometimes I'll get stuck in my head. Grave, grave digger, when you dig my grave. shallow so that I can feel the rain. <laughs> Creepy. I can feel the rain. Um, anyway, so yeah. What were we talking grave about? Grave Digger. I think we're singing Grave Digger. Um, the Monster Truck theme song. <laughs> so the funny thing, I always think about that whenever I see the, whenever I hear that song. Um, <laughs> grave Digger. Uh, and yeah, so anyway. All right. So, so, coming, so coming in, coming in and I gave you this playlist of songs to listen to and prior experience of listening to songs with Katie. Um, so what, what stood out to you from the get-go? Okay. Other than your sheer hatred. Um, it's not sheer hatred. Um, so I wrote some notes down. <laughs> um, here are some of these songs that I enjoyed. Okay. Um, so here, uh, I I know it's like the cliche song, but yeah. I actually enjoy Ants Marching. Okay. We're going to play just a little bit of it. Go for it, please. Yeah. And I actually don't mind this live version yeah. and find the jam to be okay. Yeah. Um, it's a reasonable length of time. It's like seven or eight minutes. Right. It's not like 30. Exactly. Uh, so let's s- listen to it a little bit. Skip ahead just a little bit. Oh. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like one of the songs that everybody knows that it's hard not to just be like ironic about it. Yeah. Be like, oh, it's farming. <laughs> so I remember 
the episode in the office when uh, Andy, they're in the roller rink, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and and he's like, "Don't play any of the hit songs from Dave." And yes, he's like, on the deep cuts. Yeah, and then <laughs> Ant's margin starts playing. He was like, "No, I, I said none of the none of the hits." And then he just starts jamming yeah. anyways. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, that's also what I kept thinking about." Um, so, all right, we'll listen to the song a little bit in case you haven't ever heard this fucking song. <laughs> listen to that bass. So, <laughs> just like, so talking about my musical tastes, it can it may be clear that I really like basically just guitar, drums, bass, and voice, and that's about it. <laughs> like, I'm a very, like, riff-focused rock sure. man. So, I don't know if it's just the saxophone or something. <laughs> like, that really got to me at some point, where I'm just like, and I, I, I like jazz a lot, um... And I like um, jazz music a lot. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you all very much. All right. Atlanta. Thank you. I also don't like his stage banter that much. His stage banter is really weird. And I, I attribute it partially to the fact that he's probably high and drunk at the same time whenever hell yeah well then i like, love him so it it's <laughs> so it's so funny because you listen to interviews with him and he's like this very eloquent very well put together and then he just sounds like a like a complete buffoon on stage nice which i i don't and uh, yeah i i don't know the reasoning behind it but it's where he was like uh yeah you know Riley, we love you love you yeah this is gonna gonna have good 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 time tonight good yeah. time tonight yeah. So Ants Marching. So you liked, but you at least I've heard that song yes. a million fucking times, and I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> like, but at a concert, mm-hmm. I would be like, uh, yeah, yeah, Ants Farman, and um, would like dance around and shake my little butt a little bit. But um, and we all like that. I mean, everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> what 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 next, Mister Juven? Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot I had a list. <laughs> you had notes. <laughs> I just got so excited about Anne's marching. All right. So then Grace is Gone uh, yes, was Grace. a song that I didn't find too offensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Are you playing that or no? I, I'm going to pick out which okay. one I want. All right. So then on my notes, I have The Stone. Yes. But I find his voice really, really distracting. Can you play a little bit sure. of that to remind me why I find it very distracting? So I'm going to skip forward just a little bit. This was, I gave you the live version of this because yes. they, they have a, this is about a 10 minute song and they do jam a little bit in between. But this is a super long intro. But. See, and then the saxophone comes in and just makes a note. Just like... (laughs) Adam's giving me such a look. Alright, so we skipped to Ford a little bit. I I just don't like his voice sometimes. So like, he's like almost like the jam jam band version of Bob Dylan to me. Like he has some very interesting melodies. I can see that. But it's like... 
and the ants go marching in. That's my Bob Dylan impression. So, so the interesting thing is, you know, I don't disagree with you. Like his voice is an acquired taste. Yes. Like it's, he is not what I would say is a good vocalist. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I think it's very unique. And once again, like you know exactly when you're listening to a Dave song because you can't mistake his voice for anyone else's. That's Dave right there. Um, but it's also, I I think part of that imperfection is what makes me like it. Gotcha. Because it doesn't sound altered. It doesn't sound like put through autotune 12 times. Um, and you know, we'll get into this with, with perhaps some other songs, but like, I feel like he's really singing from his soul and gotcha. not just to make a buck. Yeah. So I see that. Yeah, I yeah. just, I'm not a, the and biggest is, fan of his voice. And that is perfectly fine. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> Everybody has a right to their opinions. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Um. All right. Let's see. So you liked Grace is Gone. You liked the stone. Voice is a little bit distracting with the yes. stone. Uh, then for the live rhyme and reason. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. I found the it started fine, but the saxophone and his voice during the <laughs> chorus became very grating. So there were a lot of times where it was just like, the jamming was just so discordant and just like so dissonant that I was like, holy fuck. Like, I need to stop <laughs> listening to this or I'm going to like, I'm going to just rip the Spotify out of my phone and throw it on the ground because <laughs> I don't have CDs anymore. <laughs> um, sorry, play Go ahead and play Rhyme and Reason. There, was there anything else you wanted to talk about beforehand? No, okay. I don't think so. Like, I like this melody. Yeah, like I mean... The, like the... Yeah. <laughs> the faces Adam is making and the air <laughs> guitar that he's doing is awesome. <laughs> I just like the rim shots going on in the background. There are a lot of rim shots <laughs> all over the songs. Carter Rimshot Beaufort. <laughs> <laughs> that must be his nickname. <laughs> I forget what part I found. I mean, I, the chorus. Oh, I, I know which part you're going to be annoyed. <laughs> yeah, because you find it annoying too. No. <laughs> I just know the song so well. Yeah, sure, sure. But yeah. I think we got it in like 10 seconds or so. Yeah, this. Yeah. I'm dead and gone. My head won't leave my head alone. Where's that damn saxophone? <laughs> I oh, it comes stamps. Uh, there, there. See, that's just like. I, I, I don't know. The drum beat is just like, it's interesting, but then it, the saxophone comes, it's just like easily listening jam band stuff. Uh, what A note that I made in my notes was that they are the Kenny G of jam bands. <laughs> Whoa! Because they are. It's just like, there's no, like I know that some, like it's not like smooth jazz, but sometimes it feels like smooth jazz jam banding. I'm just like, eh. 
there's this great video that oh we're gonna have to use that the Kenny G of jam bands. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see my other thoughts. Uh, yeah. um, all right, which I'm, songs? Sorry, go go ahead. Go ahead. Um, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say which songs could you not even get through? I I got through all the songs. Okay, we listened to the playlist like all the way through. I did it a couple times. Um, the end of Don't Drink the Water, I actually like Don't Drink the Water. Yeah. It's a fine song, but that's another part where the jamming just becomes so dissonant that I'm, and it's just so long and it's just like this wall of sound, yeah. which I is what they're going for in their artistic choice. But it's just like, like if I were there at the concert and I'm like, yeah, don't drink the water. And then for five minutes afterwards, it's just like, noises. And I'm just yeah. like. Oh, shit. Like, no wonder people get high at these shows so they can make it through the goddamn <laughs> songs. Um, yes. Yeah, so there I've, is too much of a good thing. Except for me. <laughs> um, uh, beginning of Ehi, which is a song that oh. um, one of our listeners suggested. Yeah, that's right. That's It's a really out there song. It's like, I Actually, um, can you play a little bit of Ehi? I had to skip it one time though. I made that note. Oh, and <laughs> seek up. That my note was just for seek up. I had it uh, up again up at the top. My notes say end of live seek up annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> and then that's the very top. And then the very last note is holy fuck seek <laughs> up. <laughs> so this is a he. Yeah. This uh, is the live version. So. Yeah, his, him doing his little scat thing is pissing me off. <laughs> All right, so this is like what I would just love is because like this bass line is really yeah. cool. Drums are like simple and not just all over the fucking place, which is what the drummer does. That's another complaint I have. Once we stop listening to this song, I'll complain about it. But like, if like there was just like a fuzz guitar in here, yeah. like I like his voice, I like what it's doing, I like what the bass is doing. But then listen to the saxophone and the violin. It's just like so out of place, and I'm just like. And I, I like this part where it's like discordant chorus, maybe. Yeah. But like, then the violin's like, ee, ee. just like. <laughs> you can tell that. <laughs> you can tell that Boyd Tinsley does not write a lot of the music. Because they add him. Who's Boyd again? <laughs> Boyd's the violinist. Oh, the gotcha. violinist. Okay. You can tell that he doesn't write the music because his parts are brought in afterwards. Okay, and and so, all right, can I um, complain a little? Can we play Seek Up so I can just give a remember why I said holy fuck? And, so and I my, love Seek Up. <laughs> well, sorry, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I think the build, and they open shows a lot with Seek Up. Um, I don't mind the build up and the opening. So I don't mind the intro of Seek Up. Sure. Um, can you continue yeah. to play it? 
and it's like a five minute build up. We won't subject our listeners no, to all no. of it, but it's like it's like this slow building of random melodies in the background, kind of the saxophone doing whatever he wants to. Right. Rashawn Ross on the trumpet. Yeah. Woo. See, I wish this was a guitar doing it. Like, I like the saxophone and the trumpet as an instrument, but... (laughs) Can you go to the end of it? Yeah. Where are we in the song? This is like 30 seconds left. Can you go back a little bit I forget where I got super pissed off <laughs> at the song it, anyway the the live version of the song seems to end like five times throughout the end of the that song that may be it's it like, da, 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 and then they keep going da, 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 that may da, be da, da, it da, 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 anyway so some parts of Seek Up were fine but other parts made me just like <laughs> again want to rip Spotify out of my phone somehow sure um, so one thing I wanted to say I, I, I know they're all great musicians mm-hmm. um but I really find the drummer's constant need for his drum beats are just drum fills the entire time. Like, it's like, rim shot, rim shot, rim shot. I'm just like, please just play a simple beat. Like, it's just become so distracting when you got the saxophone doing his random shit. The violin coming in and being creepy at some points. Um, the bass sometimes doing random shit, but it's just like sometimes I feel like they lose the backbeat of the band. Sure. And the, I was doing my own separate research by looking at the Wikipedia article about <laughs> Dave Matthews' band. Um, and there was like an article where talking about the naming of Dave Matthews' band. Mm-hmm. And like one of their first shows, they like wrote down Dave Matthews and like somebody had put in band because that was the band. And like, they were like, yeah, that's it. But then one of the members was like, but we don't see him as like the leader of the band. You know, it's just like a happy accident that we're Dave Matthews band. But I think, and so then like, they were like, we're all like separate. We're all equal in the band and everything, which is great. And there are a lot of bands like that. Sure. But I really think they needed need a leader yeah. to like just be like we're going here like in the jam right now like mm-hmm. everybody's just off on their own thing and I know you say maybe I really haven't listened to enough jams but and I so you said they have like arcs in their jams I I think they do and part of it and, and apologies for interrupting but fuck you story um, of this podcast because <laughs> that never happened in any of the other podcasts daniel no of course not adam <laughs> let me interrupt you to say no um it's because all the jams are come out of like a three and a half three and a half to four minute song on an album so i i know the songs as three to five minute songs as opposed to like songs that are like the jam songs. Does so, that make sense? No, not really. So, so <laughs> I, so I can follow the entirety of the song. The, okay. And, the and arc ne- of the song. Correct. And know Got where it. the song is going because I know exactly at which point where the jam comes in. Got it. So okay. I know, I know how it, how it begins. I know what the middle sounds like and know how it ends. Got it. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was kind of a thing that was like, if they, to me, they need like, so like Metallica, it's really yep. James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich writing the songs. Sure. And they all come together, but it's to make really fucking good music. Queens of the Stone Age, like they're very collaborative, but ultimately it's like really Josh Homme. Yeah. Um, Foo Fighters is Dave Grohl. Right. Period. So to me, it's just like, if somebody could take the helm more often, I would appreciate it. But it's just like, I don't know. I, I have so many thoughts about this band. It, and it's very hard to get them out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Yes, I'm right. Um, ha ha. <laughs> I win. I, <laughs> um, but I think that's part of what I think having listened to the band for so long and knowing like knowing the band and their style, it makes sense to me. And that's because I, from my understanding, Dave has always fostered this like very, we're a bunch of friends that we're going to get together and jam. Right. Kind of, kind of environment. And that's me. I don't know. Um, so we were, uh, I said that they were the Kenny G of jam bands (laughs) and that you found it like they're a, the Wikipedia article said the jam they're, a jam rock band. Yeah. I I just, I like, I like jam bands. I don't really like jam bands. I'll say that. I yeah. don't really like jam bands, but I can appreciate fish because they're just like hippie jam band stuff. Yeah, oh, I can I appreciate like bluegrass country jam bands. Cause that's like a sure. very clear, like genre. And yeah. not that everything needs to be labeled, but Dave Matthews band to me is just like jam rock. Guitar, bass, drums, saxophone, and maybe sometimes a violin. So, it's just like, not that it needs to be categorized, but to me it's very difficult when it's just like, oh, like, um, what the f- frick song were we just listening? Well, the song where it had like a good bass line. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of a funky rock song. <laughs> um, but then it's like, let's throw a violin and a saxophone in there. So I, I'll bring it back to the point where I, I would, I would bet that that's a big reason why Dave is popular is because the band and its style and its music throughout the years has addressed a lot of different genres. Like it, because it can't necessarily be classified. It's like it's there. Like someone will probably find something in at least one or two of Dave's songs that really speaks to them. Got it. And and I think that's. You know, I said, you know, I love Dave yeah. and I'm very passionate about the music, but I, it's still not my favorite band. Um, gotcha. but I think it's, uh, it's <laughs> the, the Kenny G of jam bands <laughs> makes me laugh because it's, it's easy listening. Like I, I listen to Dave when I'm at work. So I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Because I, I can, we don't, we don't interrupt on this. Nah, show, nah, 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 <laughs> but go ahead. Because I can like sit back and like listen to 15 minutes of seek up. And be like, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Um, so that's kind of what, one of my other points. I find the music pretty boring most of the time. <laughs> um, and also, I know that, like, I guess he only was really re- releasing live albums until, or from the early 2000s. Again, I thought it went further back, but. Um, like, there are recordings that went further back, but the the big push to release live albums. Like the really, professional ones. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um the 
fact that there are so many live albums and that people are like, you got to see them live or like, don't listen to the studio stuff. You got to listen to them live. Like, um, the cheering and all the crowd noise <laughs> is just like, gets so fucking annoying uh, to me. Yeah. Like, oh, it's farming. I love this song. <laughs> um, and then another question I have for you. So, Ants March, like, so Dave Matthews band, known for their live song, live mm-hmm. sessions that are like never the same. Like, so all those different, um, live albums, like, does he go to a concert? Does, does he go to a concert and just be like, I love music? <laughs> um, does he go to like, does he go to one of his shows and like they don't play Ants Marching? Yeah. So there, there's I don't some, believe you. <laughs> there are some pretty big concerts where they have such a repertoire. They have such a uh, a repertoire of songs that they can pull from that are people pleasers. Yeah. That it's not like Metallica would ever go to a concert and not play Enter Sandman. Right. I, I, but but go but with go on. Dave's like go they on. could not play Ants Marching and people would probably be fine with that. So and that's my kind of question is so are and I you know you you gave me some live songs and sure. I would assume they weren't all from the same live album, No, but are like all of the live albums, like the same. Will you always hear ants marching, but with a different jam or will you always hear satellite? No, you with won't. a different jam. And that, so, um, that's why people, a lot of people follow the tour during the summer yeah. is because you'll get, a lot of times you'll get a completely different set list from one night to the other night. Gotcha. And, and you know, especially if they're touring to promote an album and they'll always have like some, one of their new songs on there. Gotcha. Um, but overall they just have such a large number of songs that they can pull from that rare. I rarely will you have, um, the same song being played, um, from concert to concert. And, and gotcha. there, once again, there, there's a general pattern. Like, yeah. you know, you know, they'll like switch a few songs out here. They'll and play there. Ants Marching six times. In yeah. The same concert. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and another one. Do you guys like, do you remember this song? It's a deep, deep, deep cut. Um, um, like, uh, uh, Two Step is a really popular two song. Two Step. <laughs> That's exactly what I had a like. note about Two Step. Hold on. While you're pulling it up, I'll play Two Step. This is the album. Version. Oh yeah. So I like the drum beat on this. Uh, maybe I didn't. You did not have a note on it. Maybe I meant to say that I actually like oh, this song. Yeah, you said you, you enjoyed the live version of Two Step. Oh yeah, there it is. There's my note. My hand scrawled note. We'll auction off these uh notes <laughs> when we're even more famous than we already are, but So this is uh this is the this is the studio version, uh, and I really like this song. But they they'll they'll jam to this. I think this right. is like a twelve minute song. I mean, it's so. a, yeah, it's a perfect jam song. Um, I will play this song, "Lion Our Graves," which is one of the first Dave Matthews guitar songs I let him play. Nice. So we'll go to that. Do you oh yeah, I do. I remember you playing it in college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I said something very nice to you <laughs> when you played it. No, you one. didn't. You're like really. <laughs> that really? doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> Did you sing when you were playing this? All the time. No, I never sang. Aw. I have a terrible voice. <laughs> That's not true. You're on a podcast. You got to have a good voice. Mm, 
<laughs> Listeners, call in and tell us what you think of Adam's voice. Ring, call ring, 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 ring. 777 799 69. Ha ha. Yeah. 420. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So that that's where Dave still gets me a little bit. It's nostalgia. Adam is crying. <laughs> oh, the tears so of beautiful. the tears have shorted our audio interface and laptops. Um, we are running. We have been going for a while, Adam. Um, no, and I'm enjoying it. So, do you have any questions for me? Do I have any questions for you? Uh, no, you you answered a lot of my questions. Um, I will say I do appreciate you listening to it. Um, Here's, I, we, we, I guess. <laughs> As we wrap, as we wrap up, <laughs> would you? What does this increase or decrease your your appreciate appreciation or lack thereof of the band? So here's what I will say. Again, <laughs> came in here wanting to try and get into Dave Matthews or understand it better. Sure, open mind and open heart. Clear eyes, full hearts, can lose. <laughs> Blue eyes, white dragon. Um, <laughs> what was your question? Does, <laughs> will this increase or decrease your appreciation? Oh, overall um, appreciation of the band. I'm probably at the same. Okay. Do you feel? But you feel more informed. Why? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I can now. When I get accosted at a bar or something, they're like, "You like Dave Matthews?" And I'm like, "Well, um, the live version of." Uh, step up made me want to, <laughs> made me say holy fuck um, seek up see, <laughs> shit um, step up to the streets it's time for seek up um, so I will say that I I don't hate Dave Matthews band as much okay. as I, I've grown from high school to college that's good I don't hate them as much as I do as I did and maybe that was just a bit that I was doing or a character that I was playing. Um, but I don't think I will... If you were to say, hey, I got an extra ticket for Dave Matthews. Somebody couldn't make it. <laughs> do you want to come? And I'd be like, huh. Uh, By the way, Daniel, there are 150 do I, I was going to say, do I have to pay for this ticket? If you said yes, I'd be like, see ya. Um but like, if you were to, if somebody were to take me to a Dave Matthews Band concert, I would have a fine time. Um, I will probably never listen to them by myself in the car. Right. I will probably put them on if Katie and I are like cleaning the house or driving in the car together. But yeah, um, there were some songs that I liked, and I appreciate you giving me a playlist that if. I ever need uh, my Dave Matthews Band itch scratched. I will be able to go to that. Your Dave Matthews Band itch scratched for three and a half hours. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, You're welcome. So, yeah, I will probably never by myself go back to Dave Matthews Band. But I I don't want to say never, though. So That's very fair. They said we would never go to the moon, but look, here we are recording on the moon. Yeah. Thanks, SpaceX. But fuck you, Elon Musk. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Well, that about wraps it up for awesome. the Dave Matthews Band section. Yeah, thanks. My ear itches. <laughs> yeah, we never took a break. 
No, we didn't. We because you were like so gung ho at the very beginning. You're like, no jokes, no interruptions, even though we never interrupt each other. Um, all right, so let's get into the last segment of the show. Yo. Recommendations, wreck, 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 wreck. wreck. Recommendations. Rec, rec, yeah. Recommendations. We got uh, recommendations here. We <laughs> want to put them in your ear. Ooh. Yeah. Adam finally figured out how to rhyme. Two <laughs> fucking words. We'll dissuade your fear. Oh, shit. <laughs> Three words. <laughs> um, okay. So last episode, uh, I recommended that you listen to the podcast, Are You Talking R.E.M. Re-Me. I did not. You didn't? It's no. so easy to listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a commute. Well, la dee <laughs> Apparently, you can listen to Dave Matthews Band at work, but you can't listen so to... <laughs> that's something I've, I've noticed is I can't listen to podcasts at work because well, I, 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 I tone them, uh, zone out and... Especially with Are You Talking R.E.M. Me is so fucking hilarious that um, it would be very distracting. But yeah. you should listen to it because soon we're going to be talking about REM, and I want to yes. grease the wheels a little bit. Okay, because uh, there's no Dave Matthews Band podcast that I could have listened to. Thank <laughs> Christ. Uh, so, well, um, there goes our discussion about it for 20 minutes. All right, uh, and then last time you recommended to me the F1 sh- Netflix. Oh show. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I watched the first episode. When, I completed my homework, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> like you've never completed, not completed. I've done way. all of the stuff. <laughs> you've made me watch all of Silicon Valley. Um, Did you watch it? Silicon Valley? Yeah. No, not yet. <laughs> um, so I watched the first episode of F1. Uh, it seems pretty interesting. I think I will check it out sometime again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, like they are, it's a very well shot show. Some cool stuff that they're going to follow. And Netflix knows how to like play up the drama and stuff. Um, and there's some interesting stuff in there about the F1 teams and the F1 culture. Um, so yeah, I'll probably watch it by myself at some point. Sure. Um, yeah. So thanks. Cool. Uh, what is your recommendation for me this week? Oh God. To listen to I, well, one is to listen to Are You Talking Re. Men, oh my god. Are you talking REM re me? Maybe you <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> find it, so that's why you didn't listen to it. Um hold on, let's spend some time. What do I want to what what should I suggest? I have a recommendation. Okay. For, for, Adam, for what would you like to recommend to uh, me? There is a live uh live concert nope. of Dave Matthews that goes on for three hours at the gorge. You should really watch it. I'm just kidding. To watch? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, so my, my actual recommendation, and I, I just stumbled back upon this, and you probably already listened to it, but do you listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? Um, uh, the NPR, like sometimes. the news, news quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I would highly, they, it's a it's a podcast, like yeah. they, they record it. I would listen to it because it is hilarious and very informative. Got it. So like if you need just like a quick digestion of your, of, uh, of your kind of weekly news. Yeah. Listen to it in the car. Luckily, I know what it is, and I know where to find it. Unlike Adam trying to find, are you talking R.E.M. <laughs> me? Um, okay. I still don't know what I want to recommend to you. Let's see. Here we go. Um, there was a recent episode. Do you know the podcast 
and the HBO special now because the podcast has done two dope queens. Yes, so I do. There was an episode recently for maybe like three or four weeks ago, okay. the beginning of March, um, that Katie and I watched. Well, first, I love Two Dub Queens. Yeah. So they're, they're hilarious. I'd, I hadn't listened to the podcast before, but I had known about um, one of the hosts, Phoebe, because she yeah. was on an episode of Are You or you Talking You Two to Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed the episode, and Katie's friend did an amazing job on it. He was really funny. Um, so I will send the exact episode to you. It's on Plex. Um, so I will send nice. the exact episode to you, and I suggest you watch it. Cool. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. All right. So I will listen to the podcast. Are you talking R.E.M. Remy? <laughs> um, no. I know what I'm listening to. Anyway. Thanks for and stopping. That, well, and Daniel's going to listen to the the Gorge concert from Dave Matthews. Is it a watch thing or a listen it thing? It is a watch thing. It is on YouTube for three hours and 14 minutes and eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Making a I, face. I wouldn't subject you to that. Thanks. Um, well, thank you, Adam. This was a great time. Yeah. I'm glad we were able to talk about Dave Matthews Band. Me too. You're satiated for another 50 episodes at some point, I'm no, sure. We're, we're circling back again in like five. I'm sure we'll talk about Dave Matthews Band. Maybe we could do a revisit in like a year. Sure. Be like, hey, you know, you remember Dave Matthews? And uh, you'll have turned into the biggest hater of Dave Matthews Band, and I'll have <laughs> turned into the biggest fan. If that happens, listeners, pay us a thousand bucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Uh, you. You've been listening to the Passion Fruits Podcast. Yep. You can find us on Twitter at Passion Fruits Podcast 19, Instagram at Passion Fruits Podcast. Uh, and email at, at passionfruitspodcast at gmail.com. And we are both on Twitter and Instagram, which is where I interact the most. I am for both. Dan is in the radio. And I am Adam.tay, T-A-E. Come and talk to us. We love talking about stuff. Dave Matthews Band, thank you to all the listeners who provided song recommendations. I enjoyed those, and sorry we didn't get to talk about them too much, but we are running late. So thank you, everybody. Have a good night. Get home safely, and uh, make sure your arms aren't too tired when you fly home. (laughs) (laughs) Seinfeld bass. (laughs) 